All right, guys, thanks for giving me another five minutes. Today, we're going to cover some important information in Chapter 5 of NFPA 13. In this episode, we're going to cover some common hazard classifications. We're not going to go too far into the weeds on storage or high hazard classifications. However, this information is going to be useful in the upcoming episodes, so keep this in your memory bank. All right, but first, let's talk about ladders a second. In our safety discussion today, we're going to talk about ladders and ladder inspections. Ladders need to be inspected before each use to make sure the ladder is still in operable condition. If a ladder is not safe to use, remove it from service and speak to your supervisor about getting a new ladder. Sometimes damage on a ladder is very easy to spot. You can see it immediately. Other defects that can compromise a ladder's structural integrity need a closer look. This could be rungs or steps on a portable ladder being warped, bent, or have a little crease or corrosion in them. All right, let's talk about a few ladder safety tips for work and for at home. Don't ever use a ladder for anything other than its intended purpose. Don't use a metal step ladder if you're working with electricity. Be sure you have a good 10-foot radius around you and any energy source. Never climb up or down a portable step ladder with anything in your hands that prevents you from having a good grasp on the ladder. Don't place tools or materials on the top step of the ladder that can fall off. And never stand on the top cap of a ladder. Okay, so now let's move into Chapter 5. Once again, I'm going to hit all of the information, but I'm not going to go through this and read word for word because, once again, that'll just be boring. We're just going to cover the intro to Chapter 5 and hit Classification of Occupancies and Hazard Classifications. So in 5.1 of Chapter 5, Occupancy Classifications relate to the sprinkler design, installation, and the water supply. Occupancy classifications are not intended to be a general gospel for the classification of all occupancy hazards. Let's start with light hazard occupancies. A light hazard occupancy is defined as an occupancy where the quantity and or the combustibility of content is fairly low, and if it does burn, the fire produces relatively low heat rates. Some examples of light hazard occupancies are animal shelters, churches, schools, hospitals, some parts of libraries, museums, nursing homes, offices, restaurant seating areas, not the kitchen, and not a retail space like you would find in a Cracker Barrel, theaters, auditoriums, with the exception of a stage, and unused attic spaces. We'll move into Ordinary Hazard, Group 1. Ordinary Hazard Group 1 occupancies, where combustibility is low and the quantity of combustibilities is moderate, stockpiles of combustible materials are not over 8 feet, and fires produce moderate to low heat rates. In these Ordinary Hazard Group 1 occupancies, this doesn't cover storage that should be protected by Chapter 12 and 13, where applicable. So some Ordinary Hazard Group 1 occupancies consist of automobile showrooms, bakeries, beverage manufacturing, canneries, dairy product manufacturing, electronics plants, glass and glass product manufacturing, laundries, restaurant service areas, drive-through canopies, and mechanical rooms. Now from Ordinary Hazard Group 1, we move into Ordinary Hazard Group 2. Ordinary Hazard Group 2 occupancies are defined as occupancies or part of occupancies where the amount and combustibility of the content is moderate to high. 
stockpiles of content with moderate heat releases don't exceed 12 feet, and stockpiles of content with higher heat release don't exceed 8 feet. Some examples of ordinary hazard group 2 occupancies are agricultural facilities, barns, stables, cereal mills, some chemical plants, confectionery products manufacturing, distilleries, dry cleaners, standard loading docks without storage, feed mills, horse stables, and machine shops. Ordinary hazard group 2 occupancies also include mercantile or retail stores, manufacturing facilities, post offices, printing and publishing, repair garages, stages, wood machining, and wood product assembly. From Ordinary Hazard Group 2, we move into Extra Hazard Occupancies. Extra Hazard Group 1 occupancies, where the amount and the combustibility of the content is very high, and there's dust, lint, or other materials that can be present, increasing the probability of rapid developing fires with high heat release, and explosion without combustible or flammable liquids. Extra Hazard Group 2 Extra Hazard Group 2 occupancies shall be defined as occupancies or portions of other occupancies with moderate to substantial amounts of flammable or combustible liquids, or occupancies where shielding of combustibles is extensive. Now, we're not going to give examples of Group 1 and Group 2 occupancies this time. Next week, we're going to move into Chapter 5.6, and we're going to start classifying different types of commodities that we might find in some of these hazard areas, such as light hazard ordinary and extra hazard thank you again for giving me five minutes and don't forget to take the quick survey so till next time slow down think measure twice cut once we'll see you thank you